0: Good morning, and we are joined at this time by the mayor of Batesville, Mike Bettis, for his monthly visit. And good morning to you, Mister Mayor. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, good to have you in studio uh, once again. And uh, so uh, yes,
1: it's been, it's been a while since we've been able to do this uh, in house. Yes. And so uh, it's so I'm very appreciative of you giving me the opportunity to share what's going on with the city of Batesville. Uh, this is one of the ways that we get to get the word out on what's happening. Most times our meetings are not. Um, Well-attended is probably an understatement, and so it, this is a great opportunity for me to uh, share with folks what's going on with the city.
0: And, of course, uh, as always, I uh, start with the uh, Board of Works on uh, Monday night and uh, had uh, four uh, items, uh, two bid openings, and uh, three uh, road closure requests. That's right. And so, uh, like almost every month,
1: we have multiple requests for people to use roads or streets, or parking lots around town. This is our way to making sure that uh, people don't, we don't just close roads willy nilly and then cause traffic issues. Also then make sure that the police and fire and the street department are all in tune to what street or parking lot might be being used so that we can provide assistance either with directing traffic or providing cones or safety barriers, whatever the situation may dictate. And so. Uh, this month we had four of them. Uh, I'll go through them quickly. We had one that was for a, a new local group that is called uh, Beth Abba, and so they're having their grand opening on Thursday, July 15th, from 10 to 8 p.m., and so they're, we, they wanted to shut down Ripley Street. And so Ripley is not one that most people travel on on a regular basis, but it is a, a little section that runs between Walnut and Main Street and kind of dead ends into where um, Garing's appliance business is located. And so it's in that little section there. And so they're, uh, they asked to be able to close that for a few hours, 10 hours on the 15th. And then a number of these in are kind of route, I'll say routine, but are annual requests. And so St. Louis School has a St. Louis Parish Festival every year. And so they made their request to be able to close a couple streets around St. Louis uh, so they can put up tents and get things prepared. Uh, Invariably what happens, they put up tents in the parking lot where the kids also play during lunchtime. And so to give those kids a place to go, uh, since they don't want them running around the tents, they move them out into the front uh, there on St. Louis Place, and so then we shut down St. Louis Place so they have a safe place for the kids to uh, spend their lunch hour or recess time in. Same is true with St. John's United Church. This is a pro, uh, uh, an event that they have on an annual basis, and so we shut down a portion of Columbus Avenue every year for them. Basically, that section between Huntersville Road and the driveway there that leads into the Batesville Intermediate School. And so that will be shut down on Saturday July 23rd from about noon to 9 p.m. And then the the last one was is uh, the the Bulldog Chase 5k and again this is an annual event and so they have done this same route for years and so they'll be doing that on Saturday August 7th and they normally like to get things started set it up around 9, nine or some sorry 6 a.m. and then they're normally done by 9:30 a.m. so it's normally pretty quick it's uh, people truly running a 5k and so it's normally pretty fast and so it 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 happens pretty quickly and so uh, the, all four of those events were approved by the board of works and then the city will help try to do what we can to provide them with the things they need to keep it safe so
0: and of course also had a couple of bid openings uh, one was for the uh, community crossing matching grant program 2022 that's right. And so, uh this is kind of a yearly event and so as we
1: announced last month that the city of Batesville was fortunate enough to receive uh, about 780,000, I don't remember that exact dollar amount off the top of my head, in funds uh in a grant from NDOT to do some what we what I call our summer paving projects. And so we were fortunate enough to to receive that grant, so then we had to bid the project so that we can then uh, get a contractor signed up to do the work and get it on their schedule. And so we received four bids, which is nice for us. Uh, many times we'll get two or three, but this this time we got four. Uh, and the bids range anywhere from 855000 and change from the Paul Rowe Company all the way up to 1036000 for All-Star paving out of Seymour, Indiana. So we had a nice mix. The low three, eight fifty-five, eight ninety-seven, and nine thirty-nine are all fairly close together, and so that's pretty good bidding. And so we're fortunate to be able to get bidders who come and look at that and do that work for us. Uh, This, I think, we got about seven hundred and eighty thousand from the state. We normally have to put in twenty-five percent, and so that would have been somewhere around another two hundred and thirty or so, if I'm doing that math properly in my head. So. It's actually under budget, and so that's always a good thing. And so that one will will have to take some time mm-hmm. and allow the engineers to review all the the bids and make sure the bids are all proper. And then we also have to have our attorney then look at the documents and make sure they're all signed and they're all uh, all those things are done properly to make sure that all the bids are responsive. So we will give them a little time to do that work, and then we'll uh, hopefully be able to. Ad- to award that contract next month.
0: So, and uh, also another bid opening, and uh, this was for the uh, Batesville Skate Park. That's right, and so we—I ex- I've
1: been excited about this project for a long time. And so, in essence, we actually had given or sent out drawings to a, a variety of groups. There was two other, we received one bid, but we had sent out drawings to three separate skate park uh, installers. And so the low bidder, obviously, hung, or the only bidder, was Hunger Skate Parks, and so they provided us with a price. The other two, for whatever reasons, did not supply us with a price yet. I've not had a chance to reach out to the other two to find out what caused them not to bid. And then we also had two general, local general contractors who also asked for drawings. And so we had a, uh, we had hoped for more bids, uh, but we did get the. Uh, one from hunger and so we're in the process now of reviewing that make, reviewing their bid and making sure that uh, they've got everything covered like they're supposed to and then we'll go through that same process and of making sure then that the documents are filled out properly I'd hope to move more quickly but we'll probably take our time here for the next week or two and try to get make sure we've got everything properly done and then we'll hopefully be ready to award that. We just need to have a better conversation with hunger to make sure it fits with their schedule also. And so that we can, before we award it, that we know what we're getting into.
0: And then uh, finally, this was uh, not an agenda item, but an observation. Uh, Brad Dreyer, uh, Board of Works member, uh, uh, he had uh, talked about an event uh, last Saturday that uh, you were a part of.
1: That's right. And so uh, as mayor, I get to do some, some really fun things once in a while. Uh, some days aren't as good as others, obviously, uh, but uh, the the Ride to Remember, was, which happened uh, on last Saturday, uh, is one of those events that I truly enjoy being a part of. And so it is a uh, the local group called the Patriot Guard has done this now, and I think this year was their 12th year of doing this. They, they uh, set up a schedule where they go through 13 different communities in southeastern Indiana and go from town to town to uh, honor the Gold Star families, those families who have lost a son or daughter uh, in the military in, in combat over the last, I'll say, 20 years or so. It's a Saturday and Sunday event. They start in Batesville at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. And so I've been invited to come be a part of it. The first year um, I, I was there and there was probably five or six people in total were at that gathering which is probably their fifth or sixth years so they don't do it for an audience they do it to honor the families and uh, it's quite an undertaking they they have 40 50 guys on motorcycles who will go from community to community they go to the cemeteries or wherever they have a place to set up but it's primarily they go to to the cemeteries and then they'll do a service uh, in each community to, to honor uh, the fallen soldier from that community and their family. And um, so we have one in Batesville, Chad Keith, who passed away. And I believe it was in 2001. I hope I've got that correct. He had family members who were there this year. I believe it was his sister was there this year. And so they take time to honor the family and uh, and go from place to place. And so that first year I was there and with Brad. Uh, he... Uh, and his father Jim Dreyer and then another family the uh, was also in attendance and so it was just a very small crowd and so this year uh, we probably had close to 50 plus people who were there who were not part of the bikers or the motorcycle group they were not part of the actual ceremony itself it was just local citizens who showed up to take time out of their schedules to honor the gold star families and so it it's um, I, I get choked up about it every time it comes, it comes to pass. Um, and it's one of those, one of the things that I get to do as mayor that I truly enjoy. Uh, it's hard for me some days cause I do get a little choked up about things. And, uh, and so I struggle a little bit with it, but, um, I am impressed that there is a group of individuals who take time out of their lives to go out and honor these families. And, and so Brad brought it up. Uh, I normally don't talk about it a lot, but uh, it is something that that uh, is a great thing, and I do very much appreciate Tim Kiefer as one of the local people who's very, very involved with it and as the one that invites me and gives me the opportunity to be a part of it. And so I, uh, I do appreciate them inviting me every year and look forward to it every year.
0: And on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out and we'll move on to the city council portion of the meeting as we continue our conversation with Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis right after this.
1: Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go let to go deliver a hot fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes to go delivers the best food from local restaurants visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at
0: 812-727-8800 batesville to go big city convenience small town taste and welcome back as we continue our monthly visit with batesville mayor mike bettis and uh, mr mayor on monday night of the council meeting um and a, uh, the Mayor's Youth Council had uh, senior recognition.
1: That's right. So we had two members of our Mayor's Youth Council who uh, are graduating this year, had been on the council for six years. Uh, Zach Wade is one, Braley uh, Patterson the second. And uh, they have both been on, council for, on the Youth Council for six years, have been very involved. And so we get a picture with them every year. We uh, have a plaque made, and then we hang them in the wall. And so we have one for every graduating senior class of Mayor Youth Council members since it was first formed. Uh, we actually have one of our advisors today, Bill Giltz, who was a past member of the Mayor's Youth Council as a youngster coming going through it and was in that very first group of seniors. And So his picture's on the wall, and so then he was part of, of the, I'll say, Ceremony or presentation of a, of a plaque to the city of the two graduating seniors this year. And so we, we put them on the spot a little bit and make them introduce themselves and their families and tell us what they're up to and what they're going to be doing. I believe Zach is headed off to college to um, believe it is in finance, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And I believe Brayley is off to Purdue University to uh, take classes to potentially become a commercial pilot. Um, they both have big dreams, which is what we hope for. Uh, part of Mayor's Youth Council is to give them some, tool, some tools to help them be successful later in life. Uh, it's sad to see them go, but it's also exciting to see them on their, on their path to bigger and better things. I think Zach is also looking to play baseball in college, and so I'm sure that's pretty exciting for him. They're both great young people and, and have bright futures, and so really excited about the opportunities that await them.
0: And, of course, uh, during uh, your uh, monthly update to council to keep them and uh, those in attendance uh, abreast of what's going on. And uh, one particular item that uh, looks like uh, is uh, finally going to happen is the closing on the Shell building. It is. And so
1: I I, I said it Monday night, and and so I debated all weekend if I talk about it, do I not talk about the Shell building and, and the closing of it. I hate to jinx it. I, I know it, that things really don't work that way. but And so Thursday is the day that has been uh, is the actual closing date on the purchase of the shell building. Uh, the city's in the process of selling it to a, a co- company that wants to buy it to turn it into a warehousing operation first and then into a manufacturing facility uh, in the next couple of years, a company called Ikeo. They make LED lighting. And so we're really excited about having them come and join us in Batesville and be a part of our community. I think they're also very excited about it. This has been a long time in coming. And so this is one of those things that has taken us quite a while to get to this point. Uh, Even just the process of selling it to this one individual has been quite an experience. I I believe that the first time that they uh, asked, uh, that they sent us a uh, purchase agreement. For us to review was back in July of last year, so it's almost not quite a year, but getting close to a year since this process started. Now, many of us have bought houses. You'll put a bid in, and you'll know, negotiate and get accepted and close within a couple months. So many times that process happens in two, three months. This time, it's taken almost a year to get to this point, point. and so it has been a very uh, slow process. But we are there. And we're so close to the finish line, and, and so I I hate to jinx it, so I'm hoping then that things will work out, and then tomorrow we'll have that closing, and we'll be in position and to welcome a new member to our community and get them started. They'll, they'll take over the building, obviously, imme- immediately, and then we'll start making some renovations. I say renovations. They need to put a floor in. They need to build an office. They need to do a few things so they can get it up and running to turn it into a warehouse. And so they'll, they've already got a contractor lined up and things are ready to go. So we're looking forward to that, getting that accomplished on Thursday, tomorrow, and get have that, I don't say done, but have that be something that has been a goal for so long to be able to look at and say, okay, we got that done now. Let's set that aside and move on to the next challenge.
0: And, of course, uh, and speaking of challenges, is the, uh, the ready projects and uh... – Uh, That was a a challenge and a half and going through that process, but it looks like um, apparently, uh, I guess you're close to finding out uh, which projects in the um, area around the the, um, Accelerate Rural Indiana will be awarded.
1: That's right, and so we are really close. And so uh, our group has been working in the background for the last few months uh, presenting our projects to the state of Indiana and also their consultant to make sure that the projects fit within what the state was looking for out of the Ready program. And then also to make sure then that the projects can be funded with the ARP, with the American Rescue Plan money. And so there are very specific rules that came with ARPA that we have to meet in these projects and also have to meet. And so we had to present them to the state and to their consultant so that they could get approval. And so we've been doing that in the background and, and we have gotten that work accomplished. We have submitted a, a number of projects uh, which have been approved both by our, our own Accelerate Rural Indiana group and then also by the state. And so we are very excited and can't wait to get that, that, that announcement out there. But part of the uh, grant agreement with the state of Indiana also requires that they get to be a part of the announcing and be a and have a, uh, get to uh, talk a little bit about it with us. And so we're still working through what that process is. As one, as as you kind of alluded to, it's been somewhat of a challenge with this Ready program from the beginning in that it was not an existing program. It's something that they have been building as the program has been been going on for months. They kept having to add things as questions would come up. And so it's been somewhat of a learning curve every single day on how to get this together. And. And so we're look we're very close to being able to announce some projects that we're we'll be doing here in Batesville with with the ready funds. And then there's also a group of projects that'll be coming out of Greensburg and Rushville and Shelbyville. And so the goal of all this was to come up with projects that will benefit our little corner of the state, our little region that will make us a more attractive place for people to live, a more attractive place for people to work, and try to do those things to make our region more attractive, make the state more attractive, grow the state, grow our regions. We've been on a roll here in Batesville. We've been lucky over the last number of years to be able to continue to grow. And so we have a lot that works. We're so close, but uh, I'm not quite ready to be able or not quite able to announce the projects. But we're we're there. We'll be hopefully there here in the next few weeks when we get some guidance from uh, the state on how they want us to announce them. So stay tuned is I'll say
0: indeed and um there's also uh, the uh, Batesville Police Department uh, they had uh, some active shooter training last week involved in uh, local schools
1: we did and so this is one of those another one of those topics that I I admit I vacillated on, on over the weekend trying to figure out what do I say how do I say it and, and so I I I don't want to get caught up in what's happened anywhere else and so my job is to take care of the city of Batesville and so we have done active shooter training for the last number of years i can remember the first one that i went to uh, and i think it was in 2016 and uh, went out to the high school while the training was going on and got to observe the training and remember walking away from that experience saying oh my god i did not realize that's how this works uh, I'd been on school board for years, and it was one of those things that we didn't didn't have to talk about a lot at at school board meetings. It was always something that was out there, but um, seeing the training firsthand that first time was certainly an eye-opening event, and it's been something that is, so, I'll say that I, I'll say worry, something that has concerned me for years, making sure that we are ready and that we are prepared and that we are we have a game plan set up for in case that day ever happens in Batesville that we know what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. It turns out that last week was uh, was the scheduled training time for us to do another round of training. This year we did the training both with uh, school personnel and then also with our own EMS folks to make sure that they're uh, learning about what we're doing and how we're doing it so that we can have them ready in the background so in case that day comes that they too know what their roles are. Um, before that happened, we actually had a, a meeting between Stanhold, our police chief, myself, and Paul Ketchum, the superintendent of schools, and we got together uh, week before also and said, "Hey, this is this is still one of those things that we need to understand. We need to have a clear understanding of who's responsible, uh, who will be uh, who will be making the decisions uh, on if that ever happens." And so we're very fortunate that Stan Holt is, a, is really in tune to these items. And and so he's done a great job of of guiding us and making sure that we have a plan, and which we do. I won't go into details about the plan because some say that's not a good idea. But we do have a plan. We do know what our roles are. We know who's responsible for what and how we will take care of things we even have a plan for how we will handle the aftermath afterwards and so there's a number of things that we have discussed and we're ready to go just in case and, and so I debated about bringing this topic up cuz it's not one that you want to talk about but um based on what things how things have happened elsewhere just I just thought it was important that people understand that it is something that we are that we think about and it is something that we are prepared for And it's one of those things that um, uh, we hope we never have to use. But if we do, uh, we have good people who have been training and understand how important it is to get in there and act and make sure things happen properly. And so we have a plan.
0: And, of course, uh, you've also got uh, the uh, Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra coming up at the end of June. And also uh, the Batesville Area Arts Council has their production of uh, Shrek the Musical. And, of course, that will be uh, coming up uh, June uh, 24th through the 26th at the Batesville High School Auditorium. So uh, uh, I guess uh, we can end on a, a positive note there, if you will. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so
1: I look forward to the, to the symphony orchestra event. I freely admit that this is one of those things that um, I'm an old guy trying to relive my youth, if I can put it that way. And, and uh, I can remember as a youngster growing up in Batesville, that this actually at that time it was a Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra came to Batesville and they would be here for multiple nights and would entertain the, the citizens of Batesville out at Liberty Park and uh, it was something that uh, truly enjoyed being a part of and so when the opportunity came with the partnership between Hill Industries and the Batesville Area Arts Council and the City of Batesville to res I'll say resurrect it bring it back. And, and have an opportunity to introduce a little culture into all of our lives, uh, to have a, a world-class symphony orchestra perform in Batesville and, and for all of us to enjoy. And then also with the fireworks, I'm a fire nut. I very much am, uh, love fireworks. And so uh, to have an opportunity to combine both those into one, e- not, one night is a big event. And, and so it's one of those things that we do here in Batesville that sets us apart Uh, We've always had a strong arts community, and this is a great opportunity to uh, build off of that and then also provide a symphony orchestra event. Most people would end up paying $50, $60 a ticket to go to see this up in Connor Prairie, up in in Noblesville. And we do it for free here in Batesville because we think it's important. And uh, it's one of those events that I'm I'm always excited about. Uh, It's a little nerve-wracking because I have to get up on stage and talk, Uh, but I've gotten better at that. And so, uh, but it's something that, I, it will be a big night and hopefully we get good weather again this year yeah. and then we'll have a, another night to remember.
0: All right. Well, uh, Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis, as always, we appreciate your time and, uh, our monthly visits and, uh, we will, uh, talk to you, uh,
1: once again soon. All right. Thank you so much.